Hey, welcome to Manscape. This is your host Cornelius. The government has tried to shut us down, but they will not quiet me. The voice of the people. If you have ears and lungs to breathe, please breathe in my words. As long as there is life in my body and electricity inside of this house, which I will not reveal the address of, I will keep this podcast going. Now, sit back, get out your dicks or vaginas or whatever you have, because men can have periods too. I'm just kidding. I don't agree with that strongly. I saw a meme online. I don't really understand it myself. Would you guys still like me if I sounded like that? That's a character I'm working on. It's it's this guy, and he's like super rebellious and thinks he's going to get shut off, but like nobody really minds that he's on the air. It's like 2017. Nobody gives a fuck that he's talking about whatever. Every podcast this month has been... Like, darkness and gross shit. Everybody, people die, dude. You just hear about it more, you know? But the Vegas thing was shitty as fuck. Um, I don't want to delve into that too much. I just want to say, like, can't we all just be cool, dude? Don't fucking kill people. Do like, I always thought, like, if I ever was mad enough, all I would do is just, like, get in the car and go move to the woods. Now, that would spawn a bigger problem. Our woods would be filled with people that have guns and are really angry but i mean they'd be in the woods dude little i just want to catch you guys up on what the fuck i've been up to i've been dreading my life away working retail fucking serving up cell phone sandwiches to the man you know how that shit goes trying to break out trying to rise above trying to spread my motherfucking wings but nobody's gonna let me jump you know I'm trapped, and I don't know what kind of sexy-ass position I would excel at, so I'm still doing that shit. Just got back from a wedding. Our My buddy Cody, he is a big um, believer in the podcast. He's the one that made the intro song, so his wedding was dope, I gotta say, but he that's the first wedding I've ever been to that had craft beer on tap. He kind of had to because he's like the craft beer guy, but whew, I felt like shit that next morning. You gotta quit Sorry, that was my dog. I felt like shit that next morning. I stayed at a Holiday Inn. I didn't even eat their cons- like their free breakfast. I almost said concierge breakfast. That'd be fucked up if I ate a concierge's breakfast. No, I didn't even eat their continental breakfast. And they had dope shit. Like, they had good shit. That's how hungover I was. We had some coffee beers from local breweries down there. Some IPAs. But all in all, I had a fucking great time, dude. That wedding was the titties. Nice and small, so I didn't have to interact with people I didn't really know. People I did know, I was down to interact with. I don't like... I'm always nervous about big weddings because it's like a high school reunion. You gotta like fucking... Oh, hey, dude. I've been... I invented post-its, you know? Like, right when people look at me, they're like, Oh, shit, Corey, you let yourself go. No, I didn't, dude. I'm packing on masks because I have a feeling that we're gonna run out of food here soon. And I'm not really confident 3D printed burgers are on the rise like everybody's talking about. So while you have your sexy ass abs and your Instagram and your big old dicks and shit, I got all these extra love handles. I'm like a fucking camel. I can metabolize, motherfucker. Sorry I raised my voice. Let's see, what else is something that I've been up to? Caricatures. I've been doing my shit, dude. Um, It started out as a joke. Like... Uh, about 
six years ago, I did crappy caricatures at the mall. And this is a funny side story. I paid this dude 10 bucks and I got my little bucket and I got a little fucking easel. I did caricatures and I only did one for free because nobody was doing it. I felt like shit. So I was like, hey, who wants a free crappy caricature? And I did it. And the look in that girl's face was so confused. She's like, how have you survived this long, dude? Like, with these skills, like, what makes you think you are, what makes you think it's okay to sit out here and say you can draw? She didn't say that, but her eyes did. Anyways, the dude I gave the 10 bucks to to let me sit out front of the movie theater, he ended up getting arrested, like, super fucking arrested. He's like one of those Vegas shooter dudes. They went into the back of his store. He had this big Ohio State store. Like wall to wall Ohio State. And they went into the back of his store. Full auto guns all over the place. Like fucking 40 full auto guns. And then a list with all the Jewish owners of all the businesses in town. This guy was like Hitler part two. And he got busted. Luckily. But that, that shit would have been nuts. What a fucking asshole. You had it all dude. You had a shitty Ohio State store in the Bowling Green Mall. You were living pretty, but you got pretty fucking conceited, you asshole. Anyways, I need to quit saying anyways. That's not a thing people say. That's stupid. I'm better at caricatures now. I can caricature the fuck out of shit. I'm actually thinking about doing it on like a side of income. Go on the square. I think it'd be more interesting if I did like drunk people caricatures. That'd be really fun. Like if I sat inside bars. And shit like that. But I can't do it as fast as like normal caricature artists do. So I, I got a little work. I gotta I gotta work on it, okay? Other than that, just living sexy, dude. I'm, thanks for listening to the podcast. Today we're talking about sexual orientation. I asked a few of my listeners when they realized what their fa- their sexual orientation was or when they realized they liked the opposite sex or even their first crush. So I have a few people that uh, did respond to me, and we're going to get into that. Some interesting shit there. But I will tell you the story of me when I realized I loved the ladies. And if you love dudes, that's fine. I don't give a shit. But nobody responded liking the same sex, so you're not in for that treat. It was a Tuesday in Springfield, Ohio. We were having meatloaf. No, I wasn't sure. I didn't have a lunch menu at home. I'm not a sociopath. But there was a tint to the air. Smelled like a dead cow. Prepared with a bunch of dead tomatoes on it. Next to a bunch of dead potatoes. I thought to myself, isn't it ironic that we put dead things inside of us to ensure that we do not become dead like them? I ate lunch that day. We had a stoplight in our cafeteria, and when it got yellow, you knew you had to be a little quiet, but when that thing hit red, the gates of hell would open. The teacher's sweaty brows would come down in a fury, and rulers would be smacked on every desk. I digress. I got yelled at, went back to my fifth grade teacher's uh, room, and... She was very nice, very nice lady, but she had a weird thing in her eye. She was one of the first people in the universe to get LASIK eye surgery. 
I think the guy that did it to her it must have been his first try because her eye was fucked up. It looked like she had stitches on the side of her eye, but like they were constantly there. Like they didn't go away. So uh, note to self, like if you just learn eye surgery, maybe like like wait a little bit because Mrs. Sells, she's always going to look like she's got stitches on her eyes. Anyways, we're out in the hallway. 30 boys, 13 girls. And something woke up inside of me. I wanted to touch girls' butts. I never wanted that before that day. This girl named Jamie, she was in our school. There was something about her. I was like super into her, like something primal inside of me. I'm like, damn, dude, I want to I wanna fucking, I want to touch her butt, dude. Like, a, yesterday, that sounded gross, but, like, today, damn, dude, I want to touch her butt. And then, like, everybody in the school that same day, all the guys became interested in girls. But not just any girls. Jamie. See, the moral of the story is I think Jamie woke something inside of all these boys up. She woke up the sleeping beast. That was the Jamie Got Boobs. That's a good band name, Jamie Got Boobs. But yeah, I remember, like, that was the day, like, I realized, oh, shit. And I, I swear, like, it, every boy, like, if they were standing in front of, like, a, an arrangement of bells and they were close enough, if Jamie walked by, she could, like, play a symphony of bells with a bunch of boys getting erections at her. It was weird. She, she It must have been so weird for her, though, I was thinking, like, what the fuck happened to her? One day, everybody's just like, I love you. Here's my role. Like, I didn't give her my role. I fucking loved roles, but... Everybody just started giving her shit and, like, paying attention to her. I used to walk her home from school and listen to her bullshit about um, WWE. She was big into WWE. And I, like, I didn't tell her it was fake. Even though I knew it was fucking fake. I just kept, oh, Jamie, you're so pretty, you know. But that, that that was a day for me, dude. It woke something up. And ever since that day, I've just, like, been totally into women. And I made sure I wasn't into dudes, you know. Like, if you've never done this, I want every dude out there to close their eyes and, like, imagine a penis coming at your face and, like, react to it. For me, my natural reaction is to, like, go, like, eh, don't, what are you, what are you doing? Get out of my face, you know? Like, if a big old penis is coming at my face, I go, oh, what are you, oh, get, I, like, poof at it, like, I, I feel like it, it's big enough in my memory, like, in my imagination to be too big to poof away it's not like a little bug but maybe like the back of my hand like get him, get him. now if you react differently if you like let it touch your face and like fall on your face kind of then maybe do a little soul searching go go punch danger rage out in the woods maybe look at a start with like transvestite maybe see where you're at with that because it's like a hybrid that's like an electric car that can run gas if you run out of electric like that's what a, a transvestite is and i'm very accepting of it but i mean if you don't want to be compared to a hybrid car then don't be so much like a hybrid car um but yeah i mean like i i'm totally comfortable with my sexuality because i know what it is now and i always kind of have i remember a few years after the jamie incident oh that's a good band name too the jamie incident that's actually a better band name i was in school and i saw this girl named jennifer 
And in retrospect, like, Jennifer's not attractive. I don't even know why I thought she was. She's a bitch, too. Fuck Jennifer. But I wrote her a letter. Um, I was trying to think of a song that corresponded with what I was saying. But I, I wrote her a letter. I'm like, hey, do you like me? Check yes or no. Oh, that's the song. Check yes or no. It's literally those words. But she said, she fucking checked the word or. Gave me a note back. And then all of her tall-ass, sexier friends, like, pointed at me and laughed. Like, what a fucking idiot, dude. He tried to spread his seed, dude. He tried to make sure his last name lived on. Oh, what what an idiot, dude. He wanted to put a baby with me and, like, make family. And, like, maybe get a corgi and, like, buy, like, a glass table. And then maybe go to, like, Walmart and, like, look at rugs. But, like, maybe not buy one because they're, like, pretty expensive. Like, what a fucking idiot, dude. What, what, what a piece of shit, dude. He wouldn't take me to see, like, the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. And then maybe, like, two years later, take me to, like, the sequel. But the year before that, like, maybe we could, like, go to his movie for Valentine's Day. What, what a fuck piece of shit, dude. And I was like, damn, dude. And that's when I realized, at that day, I was like, oh, man, this shit's gonna be fucking hard. And for some reason, I thought it was a good move to, like, hang out with girls Tell them that WWE's real. Just be dope to them. And like just hang out. That's not a good move guys. And ladies. If you're going after the ladies. Do a little research. You gotta tell the girl WWE's fake. Tell her she's fucking hot dude. Tell her like oh shit. Jamie did you get boobies? Like say shit like that. And maybe maybe you won't be living the life I lived. Always walking the girl home. And pretending I like WWE. Now we get into the questions. Hang tight, boys. Here's a word from our sponsors. Oh, hey there, kids. Are you sick of regular crayons? We are too. That's why we have marijuana-infused crayons. So you can draw pictures and then sniff the picture and get a little higher. We don't have a catchy jingle yet, but God damn it, we got a good product. We call them THC Crayons. That's THC Rayons. You can't put the C in another C because we'll get sued. And you can get your first pack of 20 for only $1,000. It's a lot of money, but hey, you're going to get high. Britain, a longtime listener, friend, and just all around sexy person writes I can't really remember the first time that I realized that I was a straight man living in the body of a buffalo but I do remember being around 8 to 10 and trying to impress girls with my sweet ass midget football jersey oh his jersey yeah that would impress me too bro he didn't have one of those midget dicks in sixth grade, he had 36 girlfriends, one for each week of the school year. This is when being straight officially began. It was quite the, it was my demise for quite some time. Got me into a lot of trouble. Goddamn, dude. Britain's always known to be like a sexy motherfucker. But I think if you're going to show off your midget skills, and as long as you ain't got a midget dick, bro, start slinging shit. Bitches love the football stuff, and so do dudes. I always have to rebuttal with that just so you guys know I'm not sexist. But, yeah, I mean, 
Everybody takes different paths. I like that, man. He was honest about it. He tried to impress them. I, I had very little skills that I could impress women with. My grandma would buy me clothes that she bought off this guy on the corner selling in Springfield, Ohio. And they were be, they would say they're Prada, but no. She'd pay like $12 for it. And then when I would grow out of my jeans, my mom would just cut the, the hems at the bottom and stretch it out for another inch. She said, got another year out of them. Like she said it like that, got another year out of them. And everybody in my high school would say, hey, where's the flood, faggot? And I was like, oh my God. And like, yeah, hey, your, your jeans are pretty high. Is there a flood coming? You know? And then um, my grandma bought me some clothes to blend in. I went to a, a school that was primarily black. I'd say, I'd say like, I was definitely in the minority at my school. Let's just say every class I had had a poster that said, the hand of friendship has no colors. But the the classes that I, I wasn't in did not have that poster. How about that? So, yeah, I mean, like, dude, Britain, I, I like that you're honest about it, bro. You're out there fucking slinging dick, dude. Showing them your jersey, your midget jersey, and your fucking giant peepers. He learned at a young age. He knew his sexuality. He had a different, different lady for every day of the year, dude. He didn't give a fuck. I like that. Let's get a new caller up in this bitch. Britain, you stay thug. I hope you're still slinging dick. I have a feeling you're not because I know you personally. Um, Let's see. What do we got here? What do we got? This is from a friend of mine, Shaylee. She's been on the podcast. Shaylee writes, So growing up at the Heritage Manor, I didn't really know how to react. Or I didn't really know how normal people reacted to each other. We were just a bunch of mean kids, so when I had a crush, I wasn't really sure how to act. I would avoid them or be mean to them. I remember my first crush in school was second grade. A kid named Tyson. I get well, Shaylee. That's that's a normal thing, being aggressive. I feel like I couldn't get away with that myself, but I'm sure several other ladies were aggressive to that. And I want to talk about that. What? How is that a thing? Why do people think that? Because, I mean, like, it wasn't just her. People were just mean. But I wonder how many times I've missed obvious signs of a girl being interested because she was mean to me. I never had somebody to tell me, like, hey, dude, if a girl's mean to you, she wants to defy. And how do, you, how do you tell the difference between when a girl is mean to you and flirting? Or mean to you when she thinks you're a piece of shit and you're kind of ugly, you know? Like that Jennifer girl I talked about when she circled or and laughed at me and pulled my underwear over my head and called me a piece of shit and threw me down the stairs. Like, I think I could be, I, I think I could safely say she wasn't interested, right? Like, unless you guys think that was flirting, then let me know because I can find her for sure. Or like the time I got punched in the eyeball in high school. I asked this girl to the dance. And she said, no, I can't go with you. I'm sorry. It's because you're fucking fat. And I said, well, you're a whore. And she punched me in my face. 
and I had a big bruised eye and I looked like shit. And my mom's like, oh, Gordon, what happened, dude? Oh, I'm in your face, dude. And I was like, I got hit in the face with a bass, bass drum mallet. And like this big, sexy ass football player I went to high school with, like he was big as fuck. I'm not going to say his name because I just said he was sexy and I don't want you guys to think I'm gay because that's like the whole point of this conversation. But he was like this big strapping motherfucker, had a tattoo when he was born. He didn't give a shit. Slaying pussy, slaying dick, whatever his fucking orientation was, he was sucking on it. And he said, dude, what happened to your face? I said, bro, I got punched by a girl. And he said, man, why'd you bring gender into this? And it made me like him even more. I mean, he was a great guy. Um, probably an asshole in real life, but goddamn, dude. A good looking dude. No homo. So yeah, shit, I, th- I think it's a normal thing to be aggressive to dudes. I, I feel like you might have grown out of that, but I don't know if... I wonder if girls still use that method. I know I've met ladies, like, when I was in my online dating days when I was single. Like, when that came around. I met a few girls that were being blatantly rude and thought it was, like, that they were doing like that. Didn't work for me. So, all the ladies listening... Just tell them how you feel. You know? Just be yourself, dude. Shit. Don't beat the fuck out of people. I get it, though. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at first, either. Alright, let's see. Who's our next? Our next caller is... Mac Attack. Cerber. My brother. Mackenzie writes... I'm going to read this in McKenzie's voice. The moment I knew I was straight, I was probably eight or nine. There was this 22-year-old beautiful blonde at the end of the street who probably only said one word to me. For the following weeks, I rode up my bike and down her sidewalk and surreptitiously looked at her house. So first thing, Mac Attack, I want to note... I didn't even know that fucking word until I looked it up. I'm going to repeat the word because I'm pretty sure a few thousand people have never heard this. Surreptitiously. Surreptitiously. <laughs> I'm not super sure. I even looked up like how to say it. Um, let me see here. Surreptitious. Okay. Let's see. Come on, Google. Bring it home for us. Am I crazy for not knowing this word? It says surreptitiously. Kept secret. Especially because it would not be approved of. Ooh, so it, this was juicy, dude. Kinsey knew day one when he saw this 22-year-old woman. She was sexy as fuck, and he knew it was taboo. I bet that made your bone even harder, dude. I bet it got your little fucking blood vessels bursting. But, yeah, I would have done the same thing. I... I feel like saying something to her wouldn't have worked. She's 22 years old, man. My brother actually had this friend in school, and I don't know. He always smelled weird, but that's all I remember. But his family was wealthy. They owned a bar, and their older sister was a total babe. She did, like, glamour photo shoots and shit. And now, like, she's totally old enough to, like, think I'm hot, and she probably does think I'm hot. So, Mackenzie, like, what I'm trying to say to you, dude, 
is that 22-year-old girl. I think you and I could do like a trip down memory lane, if you will. We could go back to our old neighborhoods. We could look up this girl. She's not going to be living there, but we're going to ask the owner who sold them the house. And they're going to be like, well, we just bought it two years ago. So we're going to have to even go back farther. We might uncover some weird shit about our childhood. Maybe one of our stepdads fucking put hot coals in our bed and we might not remember it because the human brain is powerful, dude. It hides shit like that. What I'm trying to say, dude, is next time you think a, a girl that's 20 years older than you, maybe 15 years older than you, just mack on her, dude. Fuck. If you see an 80-year-old woman, all of you listeners, if there's an 80-year-old woman out there and she gives your bone chubby, give her your bone, dude. Life's a graveyard. Fuck it. Thank you for listening to Manscaped. I hope I woke you guys up. I only got some, I only got like four or five people that hit me up. Let me make sure I got everybody. Oh, no, no, no. I got one more. My buddy Sean gave me a really good answer, too. Let's see here. I really enjoy looking into, like, the the day of people's sexual and dating awakenings. It's very interesting. I'm I'm really glad uh, Shaylee hit back at me because we got to hear, like, from the lady's perspective. I'm sure there were, like... Girls that didn't take the bully approach to it. But it was a very common thing. And then we got the uh, the lurker, my brother. We got Britton the pimp. And now Sean's going to bring us a whole new layer. Let's see what we got here. Where we at, Seanathon? Hang on. While I look for this, let me, let me fuck you guys up with the voices of Creed. Wind dreaming's gone. Okay, I found it. Okay. Sean writes, I asked him, when was the, what was the moment you realized you were interested in your sexual orientation or your first crush? This is basically the question I approached everyone with. So just a little backstory there. Sean writes, oddly enough, this is a topic I've thought about many times before. Each time my earliest memories in which I realized I was attracted to women is the first time I watched Aladdin. I couldn't understand why Jasmine was my favorite character because in every movie I'd ever watched prior to that, my favorite character were always male because they were what I wanted to be. That was before I noticed how outrageously hot Jasmine was. Looking back, it's odd that the awakening of my sexuality was triggered by a Disney animated movie. But I'd also bet I'm not the only one. First things first, I'm a realist. Thank you, Sean, for your honesty. And you are not the only one. I had the biggest crush on Lola Bunny. And that's not only an animated female character. She's anthropomorphized. Which means where you give an animal a soul, I believe. Or when you put human innards... In the shell of an animal. Anthropomorphized. I don't think it's weird that she woke you up at all. I actually kind of think that's why they throw those characters into movies like that. So definitely. And it it doesn't help that the main character that you relate to is always chasing a woman like that. Like Hercules. I related to him because I'm strong as fuck. And I didn't really know my dad. And then I found out who my dad was. And I didn't go to live with him. So basically, Hercules' backstory is like exactly my backstory. 
you guys understand, obviously. So, yeah, Sean, I think it. I respect your honesty. I don't give a fuck, dude. I think that's a beautiful sexual awakening. I wish I woke up next to you while you were being sexually awoken. It would have been weird if you got turned on by the little demons in Hercules or Jasmine's tiger. But Jasmine was hot as fuck. I also had a crush on Topanga from Boy Meets World. I remember I was at um, church camp. It's probably I, I've talked about church camp. I worst church camp experience of my fucking life. This is probably why I'm not like super religious because of this church camp. They like let us free at like ten years old. Nah, maybe like yeah, probably about ten or twelve or something like that. And I didn't know anybody there. They like cut us free. Our parents gave us like twenty bucks, which there. Their economy was all fucked up because you could get a soft pretzel for $50. I want to be like, you idiots. You could be making millions. Anyways, we go chill as shit. Eat soft pretzels. And watch Boy Meets World. And then when people weren't looking, these little shithead motherfucking guy followers would throw rocks at me and stuff. Because they didn't know me. And that was funny. But guess what, dude? I shit my pants. And I said I was sick. And my mom came and picked me up. And I went home and watched Boy Meets World. And uh, that's it. I I totally got bones to Topanga. I realized that story like kind of conflicts with my first story. No, it doesn't. That was about the same age time. Regardless, I'm trailing on, guys. Okay, so in summary, It's very interesting to see everybody's sexual awakening when they got to see their first thing. I'm going to ask another question so we can keep doing this. Um, Very, I really like that people are interactive. It's cool like that. Kind of get an idea of people. Um, If you guys want to give me the first time you knew you were interested in the opposite sex, hit me up in the comments below. And I will be asking another question here soon. So keep listening out and we are going to talk some motherfucking shit. Thank you for listening to Manscaped. This is your dog, Woof Woof Cornelius. Keeping it fresh. Good luck turning the lights out because I ain't going back to jail. Shotgun on my side, two on my left. Shout out to Kendrick, Westside Customs, bitch. I'm out. <laughs>